All right, hello. Welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. It's Sunday night. I am Jason Napolitano, and on the phone, Mr. Chris Sheridan. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing quite well today. It's been a good day. It's good to hear. It's good to yeah, hear. Yeah, right? it is. I understand it is. Uh, you got out and you, you played a little music. Yeah, I did. Rock Very and roll. It has been a long time since I've rock and rolled. <laughs> and, uh, nice. Nice. And now, it's, now it's been hours, so All it's right. been a good day. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> It's good to it's good to get out and get get back to normal again, you know, somewhat at least, right? So we're all moving towards getting back to somewhat normal lives, hopefully. So uh, today we are talking on the Cosmic Eye Show uh, on the subject of shut up and listen. So you may wonder how is that a spiritual topic? Well, you'll find out soon. So um, I'm your host, of course, Jason Balton. As I said, my book is "If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate." And Chris Sheridan is our other host, and his book is "The Spirit in the Sky," and both of those can be purchased on Amazon. And you can check us out at CosmicEye.org as well. And if you'd like to make a donation, we highly encourage you to, because we all need your help. We need your help here, you know, spreading the word, getting the show out there, and so forth. And it always helps when people support us financially. Uh, Anchor.fm/CosmicEye is where you do that. So. All right, shut up and listen, Chris. Yeah. Shut up and listen. All right. <laughs> You're not saying a damn thing, but uh, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. So this is our subject today. Um, I'm going to shut up and listen, and I'll let you start. How about that? Are you good All with right. that? Okay. All right. All right. Well, now that you've shut up and that you're listening. <laughs> uh, and I am. And me. I am. Yeah. Wow. So I think we miss so much uh, that we can receive. Uh, from wisdom, from other people, from our own inner wisdom, from the great beyond, uh, if we just shut up and listen. Because this talking, this thinking, this feeling, even if it's thoughts, it's this internal chatter going on, uh, thinking we know this or how we're going to control this or how we're going to get out of this or get into that thing. And we don't, I don't think, pause enough to listen and Physiologically, you know, we talk about occult anatomy that parts of the body you know, might refer esoterically to, you know, spiritual thoughts and, uh, you know, metaphors for uh, psychological aspects. Well, if you look at your senses uh, and the body part that uh, is involved <laughs> with each of those senses, you have two eyes, you have two ears, um, and you have one mouth. So mm. use them accordingly, you know, maybe look twice, maybe listen twice before for every time that you once speak. Uh, if that's where bodies are designed, well, maybe that's, we can learn something even from that. That's a great example. It's a great clue, isn't it? They say, you know, yeah. I've heard people say that before, you know, God gave us two ears and one mouth and it's like, you know, <laughs> use them, <laughs> use them. So that's a great point. I think, um, uh, you know, the, the one the, it, it's hard because, you know, we want to we want to be heard. We want to share our peace. We want to share, our, you know, our, our truth and so on with others. And we want to, you know, kind of stand up for what we think is right and try to teach and, you know, whatever it is, just be understood. Um, but this is one of these things where it's like it's kind of the, it's kind of a paradox in a way, because the more we want to be understood, the more we want to, you know, others to, to listen to us and so on, the more that we're forcefully trying to shove our views down people's throats by talking and arguing and so on, 
really the less understood we're going to be and the less we're going to connect with people. And so, you know, there's a sort of a strange paradox at work, like really the more you listen, the more you will be understood and the more you will understand others. So, you know, it's sort of, you'd think, well, how am I going to, how am I going to be understood by listening? And there's a subtle, you know, form of communication going on between all of us, you know, and, and most of us who are listening, I think probably, you know, can understand the psychic levels of communication, energy, the sort of vibrational patterns and all the different things. And, you know, the idea that we're sort of a ascending and receiving station of, of invisible information. These kinds of ideas, I think, are not foreign to most of our listeners. So, you know, of course, actual physical conversation, you know, this, the actual sound waves that are coming out of our mouths and going to the other person's ears and being, you know, translated into information in their brains, is just one aspect of the communication, just one aspect of the communication. And so, you know, the, this is why, you know, we're, we're trying to stress this idea. And we talked a little bit about this as well in the last show. We were talking about spiritual communication. This is, it's really kind of a corollary to that show as well. But it's really stressing this, the power of, of the power of, of sort of stilling the mind, the power of stilling the chatter uh, that's going on, the power of really listening to the other person and, you know, listening to the world around you, listening to the sp spiritual world within you. Because, uh, you know, without the listening, there is no true understanding, right? Well, there's no true communication. There's communication no true communication. by definition, you know, yeah, I mean, or by a definition, I suppose, uh, is they, that, that there's a, a transmitting uh, and a receiving and then a feedback. And then, a, yeah. you know, this loop. Uh, that goes from one to the other and then back again. But it really needs this listening, this receptive, not just that you're just waiting for your turn to talk, um, you know, or rehearsing your lines while the other person's talking when you're, you know, it is your turn. So, um, but think of it like this. Think of it like an echo, you know, in a canyon or someplace, a cave. And if you send out, hello, you know, echo, if you're still doing that, you're not going to hear the echo back. You have to do it and then wait mm. and listen, you know? Mm -hmm. So it is this, you're not just going to sit back and not say anything. That's not exactly what we might shut up and, and listen. Um, you know, speak when it is your turn, speak your piece and then shut up and listen. And you might hear something echoed back. You might hear uh, something you hadn't heard before. Uh, you've already heard your point of view. If you're able to jump in instantly and articulate it very forcefully or quickly, uh, no, I believe this, and here's why, da 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 da, da. Um, you, know, you already know that, okay? You don't need to reinforce that. And if you can maybe reduce the amount of emphasis you put on that and open up um, more to the possibilities of, of what's not that, yeah. And you can still have your opinion. It doesn't mean it's going to change your thing, but it might color it or enhance it in some way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You might understand the other person better, your audience, and then you can retransmit. Well, let me say it this way, because uh, you've learned about them. And now I can, oh, well, I can present it maybe in a different way. Maybe I wasn't doing it 
uh, you know, optimally, you know? Yeah. That's a great point. It's, you know, it's one of those things and, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of this and I'm, I'm sure you are as well. So many times when we're, when we're talking, especially if it gets a little bit heated or we're really, you know, passionate about something or, you know, it's an area of disagreement, you know, between you and someone else, or it's one of these sort of conversations that you have say over and over again, maybe it's with a, a partner or a wife or a husband, a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Um, you know, you've got these kind of stock conversations oftentimes that you go through that are, you know, that are that push your buttons, you know, and they automatically will start if this or that stimulus is sort of presented to you, you know. And it's one of these things almost like you've you've created this this neurologically in yourself to, to be so sort of. I, again, I hate to use this word because I think it's kind of a, a kind of a it's a poor kind of a poor word, but, but it's in the public eye too. this idea of being triggered by things. Okay. This, this is the, this is the thing about being triggered. You're triggering yourself. You know, you have, you have set up a pattern of neurological, you know, information that exists that if this stimulus is presented to me, then I am going to have this particular psychological and physiological response to it. You've done it so many times, it's patterned into your body and you don't even think about it. It's unconscious. One of the things that you can do to break that is to break that pattern so that, you know, when something happens, let's say someone says to you, you know, you never uh, pick up your clothes at the floor. That's something stupid. But, you know, maybe that maybe that reminds you and you don't even remember what it reminds Maybe it reminds you of, you know, of your your mom or your dad saying this and then afterwards you caught a beating or something and you know who knows why these things get patterned into us but somehow that's got transferred over to this you know this argument that you want to have with your significant other all the time that gets that gets started when those particular words are used let's say and it can be anything i'm saying insert your issue into that thing right it's that <laughs> Whatever you would want to call, you know, when you say like people push your buttons or whatever, you get triggered or any of these kinds of sayings. It's that sort of thing. Someone can just say the thing or do an action or look at you in a certain way and it causes a physiological and psychological and spiritual or whatever on all these different levels reaction within you that brings up, let's say, from you bad behavior and unwanted responses that you're not really into or you don't enjoy it and afterwards you feel bad and you find yourself apologizing this that and the other thing right one of the ways to get through that is to use this simple idea just shut up and listen so you've got so it breaks the pattern by by this so you hear the thing it makes you mad it pisses you off you want to react you're about to do the thing that you normally do but instead of saying something you just be quiet and you listen and you watch what's going on within yourself and you listen to the other person speaking to you and you kind of try to understand what they're saying. You try to separate yourself a little bit from the automatic responses and just don't react. Even in your mind, you might do something like, even if you've got to check out for a second, if it's a really overpowering thing, you know, count from one to 10 or something, or just start watching your breath and, you know, still trying to listen to the person and, and react. But, um, but, you know, kind of creating a, a break in that pattern 
So what that does is like, it's, you know, it basically, you know, you've got this sort of wiring within yourself. And if you sort of disrupt that wiring, you, you, the automatics, the automatic things that normally happen that get escalated up into that fight won't, won't occur because you break that, that thing. It's like, you know, it, it's, it's really normally that kind of, let's say that, that trigger word or that, you know, button pushing word that someone's using is almost like starting a car. You know, once the key's in and the ignition is turned, the stuff happens automatically. And, you know, before you know it, the car is started, right? This is the sort of thing where, you know, they're, 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 you know, the person says the thing that normally starts the car, but instead of reacting to it internally and allowing it to just unfold on its normal pathways, you just stop. You don't say anything back. You watch it. You experience it. You can even be mindful of it and say, you know, I'm experiencing anger. I'm experiencing frustration. You label it and watch it, right? Still listening to the other person if they're speaking, but not reacting. Not reacting. And that's what we kind of mean, you know, in this little shorthand thing of saying shut up and listen. So that's one that's one example of using that to, you know, to your benefit. And then hopefully as, as time goes on, you know, then you can actually, you know, you might even explain to the person you're talking to, I'm not sure where this really comes from, you know, maybe this is from child, I'm still trying to work on this, I'm sorry if sometimes it, you know, it turns, escalates things, but, you know, if you could be careful about saying X, Y, Z or doing this particular pattern of things, you know, maybe we could, we could communicate a little bit better, something like that, you know, and you're able to actually talk it out in a sort of, um, in an amicable way, right? Instead of it turning into the normal thing where somebody's stomping off and, you know, peeling out of the driveway and has to go to the bar to get drunk. And you know what I'm saying? And it escalates into that kind of thing, right? So yeah, again, another patterned uh, response. Another pattern response. I'm sure it's not the first time you've peeled out of the driveway <laughs> and no. headed down to the pub for a pint. Exactly. Uh, so. But I, I get what you're saying. And that's, uh, I kind of want to stick with that, that triggered thing a little bit. Um, is getting uh, to the point to where you're listening, uh, maybe you're not as much hearing the terms or the words, and maybe you're listening to the person who's doing the speaking, especially if you don't agree with what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Just say, well, mm-hmm. this is a person talking. And maybe if I can understand that person a little bit better, yeah. um, whether I like them or not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. You don't even have to sure. get on board with it, um, but get on board with the, the There's a human being talking. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and as you do, um, you will also recognize the other human being in the conversation, which is you, and a little self-reflection while you're shutting up and listening. Uh, you know, we might be, you know, able to see what's going on in ourselves. Like, why is this triggering? I don't even know this person. Yeah. Get a random email, and I'm, you know, I'm on DefCon five, and I'm, you know, all bells are ringing, and you know, like as if, and it's like. Maybe the person doesn't even know they're triggering you. you know? Yeah, exactly. But, but you've, you've got the you've set the trap already. Sure, and it's there. It doesn't mean it's not real, but it's automatically under a certain you know they said stimulus or a certain condition that it it uh, automatically opens up, and you find yourself and say, well, geez, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Why would somebody I I don't know insult me and say, oh well, you know, if you had a real job, you know, you'd know what it's like. You know, you probably never worked hard a day in your life, or you know, something like that. Um, and that would maybe because that's some issue of mine that I feel either defended about or maybe they're right in some way mm-hmm. or, or, or maybe I have spent a lifetime so far um, trying to improve those things to the absolute best I can and pride myself in work ethic 
and things. And then when somebody attacks that, it's like, oh my gosh, what, you know, why would that be so fragile if I've really spent that much time? It'd be like somebody saying, yeah, hey, Mother Teresa, what a selfish, can you believe her raising all that money, yeah. you know, jet setting and, you know, hanging out with the, yeah, with those, you know what I mean? With those heights, you know, with those lepers in India, right? Yeah. Well, it, it's not even true. That's what I'm saying. Some of these triggers may not even be true. Sure, sure. There might be an evidence mounting against it or and on your favor, a favorable side um, to like a big boat you know, to combat this little teeny wave. Uh, and it may not even be real, but it can have a real triggering effect. So use it as an opportunity to say, wow, OK, what is it in me that is so sensitive to this that can go from, you know, zero to 60 yeah. like that? Um, you know, never mind that the person said this and shouldn't have said yeah, that. Maybe yeah. that's true. That's yeah, fine. Quite, yeah, you know? exactly. But what's going on with me? Person, and that's listening and ask, ask yourself, geez, yeah. what's, it doesn't mean it's your fault. doesn't mean the other exactly. person isn't wrong or bad. Maybe they are wrong. No, or they bad, may but be an a-hole. What's going on? But, but, yeah, but yeah. But what's to... going on with you inside? And that's, you know, there's, so there's some more listening, I think. As we're getting. That's a great point. Getting to. Because if you're that uncomfortable, look, it's probably trying to tell you something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's, you know, this is maybe the second part of, so in the, in the moment, you know, if you don't want to react the way that you normally do, if you can kind of shut yourself up to some degree, listen to the person and then watch what's going on inside, you know, try to have an amicable sort of meeting or, or you know, at least be, you know, not just don't get completely, your, your buttons completely pushed so that you're, you know, blowing up and stuff like that. And, you know, if you've got to get out of that situation in some, some way, or maybe kind of say, hey, you know, I'm not, I need to go take some time and really think about this a little bit. I'm not sure why I'm upset, but whatever you got to do. But, you know, usually that kind of reflection is going to take place, you know, away from the actual situation itself. It's going to be a period of reflection, right? So, you know, take, take that time. And, you know, and sometimes it's oftentimes it's good. I have to say most of the time it's good to do that fairly soon after that emotional stuff has come up within yourself because it's most likely you're going to have the probably the best chance of, of getting something unconscious coming up like and you might be able to pinpoint where maybe where that comes from or what it's attached to if you kind of think about okay i'm going to say these words to myself you know as an example you can do this exercise you know whatever the thing is like you know you always you always do this to me or something and you just kind of repeat the phrase that seems to have you know, triggered you, seems to have set you off over and over in your head while you're in a relaxed state. Maybe just kind of sitting, sitting back, closing your eyes or something to kind of just see what comes up from that. See what images come up. Maybe you'll get something from childhood or maybe you'll get something from a past relationship or, you know, maybe you'll get something from another lifetime. Who knows? Uh, but the point, right, that's a possibility, too. So. And we talk about work. I think we're going to do a show one of these days. And we talked a little bit about this, but we're going to talk about some um, past life stuff, regression therapy and things like that and how that can be helpful. But that's beyond the scope of what we're talking about. But the point is, is like, you know, if you give that, so if you sort of use that phrase that seems to have all the, you know, kind of weight attached to it, you know, it's, you you can sometimes get at that cause and, and, and see where that actually comes from. And then, you know, once you're able to do that, you kind of dig that up, excavate that, then you can go, oh, it's not with this person. It's not really with this thing. It's with this other thing. And that's the real issue here. And I think like what you were talking about there where, you know, um, 
you know, or if someone sets you off a little bit and it's, and it is an area that you're sensitive about, that's pretty easy to see. And then you got to go, okay, well, I probably need to shore my, my self-confidence up in this area. Or I need to look at why I'm still really overly sensitive about this or why people seem to find that, that weakness and attack it, for example, or so whatever it is that seems like is happening. Right. Um, and kind of, you know, kind of look at that. So, so those are a couple of, a couple of ideas that can be really helpful in those situations. We were talking to, um, speak on a little bit about, um, the idea of shutting up and kind of listening for, you know, for the higher stuff, for the spiritual stuff and how we can sometimes, you know, interrupt that flow with all the chatter and all the craziness that goes on in our mind. Well, they say that praying is when you're talking to God and then meditation is when you're listening. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a receptive state. Uh, let's get to God, but let's get there through the individual, through the human being, through the body even, uh, because there's wisdom within um, that shutting up our mind chatter, <laughs> the voices or our voices, every voice um, can fill our heads with self-talk uh, that we're not listening to our greater wisdom, which I believe is connected then to the higher spiritual, it's our internal, eternal, the infinite within, um, you know, that we have this connection anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> to the great mind. Uh, the Akashic Records, you know, the all-powerful, the all-knowing that we have, we're a drop in that big ocean, but we're still comprised of that, and we're connected intimately and, you know, infinitely with uh, with that unity, that that wholeness of, of the divine spirit. Uh, but there's the wisdom of the body. You know, our body knows things, you know, that, that we, our conscious thinking, ego mind, probably isn't paying attention to, mm-hmm. um, that we might need to listen uh, there's our own, you know, they say higher angels or better, you know, thoughts, uh, our own convictions, uh, ones that maybe we need to back up more strongly with our conduct, uh, but the things we believe, you know, the, our, our soul's longing, mm-hmm. you know, we get so wrapped up in the workaday world and what we need to do. And of course we have all this, you know, kind of currently, there's a lot of stuff that seems like we have to respond to, you know, it's the climate, it's the virus, it's the social unrest, it's, you know, it's always something, election, who knows. Um, you know, are you listening to your soul's longing? Are you answering the call of your destiny uh, when you're all wrapped up in that? Probably not. So get tuned in with yourself. And to me, that is the gateway then to the divine spirit. Because uh, if we're not really listening to our deeper selves, you know, how can we even get, get beyond that? Uh, and the, the point is about the shutting up. It's like, well, then who is speaking now? So if we can listen then to uh, our higher self uh, or, you know, the power of the infinite spirit of God, uh, it's not us. It's not the we who we think we are, <laughs> our living, moving um you know, mostly egoic, um, everyday mind. Uh, it's a different voice. It may be from within, it may be from without, um, could be deeply internal or in the great beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's like, who has the talking stick, you know? Yeah. And it's not my chatter. It's not my automatic response. Um, it's it by definition, if it is the great 
um, infinite uh, ultimate reality, um, it can't be me um, yeah. because it would be so beyond that anyway. So here's a quilt. If it's me, it's not it. <laughs> so yeah. So whatever yeah. whatever that is, shut it up. That's a great um, great way to look at it. Exactly. I was kind of when you were talking, I was reminded of. Um, I was kind of thinking of like the idea of how you know, when the thoughts are coming up and when these different ideas are popping up in your head and these different things that are coming from the ego and from, you know, automatic responses and from, you know, past experiences that we've had and so on and all these different things that come up from the unconscious uh, that are kind of pre-programmed into us. You know, when we sit and we meditate or we watch ourselves, you know, watch our thoughts or we're contemplating or we're involved in something where uh, that, you know, kind of puts us in that sort of Zen quality of mind, you know, maybe Tai Chi or some sport for some people, you know, it's different ways, you know, for you, I think you get in that state when you're playing guitar, right? You kind of get out well, of it can be a, a different state. Yeah, you're definitely state, out of your, right? your regular self and you're yeah. in, in a different state. And even just to take a break from that, yeah, <laughs> a nor- normal so-called state, yeah. Um, well, no matter what, right? It's yeah, a separation. Yeah. It's a pause. You know? yeah. Put that on pause. And I think when you can do that, and you can notice that you're doing it, uh, be aware of it. You know, you start to realize that there's kind of, you know, and this is not. This is at first it becomes it's sort of a duality, but then you understand how it how it is a unity watch it more but you'll notice that there's there's some part of you that's watching your thoughts you know you are not your thoughts because you can imagine things you can visualize things you can stop thoughts you can bring thoughts up sometimes they come up of their own accord and there's automatic responses and there's different unconscious impulses and there's things that happen to us automatically and autonomically through the body and so on but when you start to watch those thoughts, you watch the things that come up, you realize that there is a true witness. They call this a witness consciousness in Advaita Vedanta. And you begin to think like, I am watching my thoughts on some, like almost like on screen of experience in essence. And it's, there is something behind you know, these thoughts that is, that is experiencing them. There's something behind the body that's experiencing the body. I'm not saying behind, let's say within or, you know, deeper than or something like that. It's hard to put your finger on the right terminology for it because we don't have a lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of good terminologies for these experiences or something that have to be felt. But if you, if you do try that experiment where you, Mindfulness does this a lot and mindfulness training, they teach you this where you just start watching experiences that come up and you kind of watch them like they're clouds going across the sky. And if, you know, it helps sometimes to label those things. There's a thought of anger. There's a thought of lust. There's a thought of, you know, self recrimination. There's a thought of guilt. Oh, there's a thought of, you know, desire for material things you know, you label them and watch them and you realize like they kind of come up of their own accord. But at a certain point, you realize like as you're as you're watching them and labeling, they become they come up slower and slower. It's like the bubble, the bubble machine that's making them starts to kind of wind down a little bit. And you realize, OK, look, I am not these thoughts. 
That is the greatest thing that you have to, you know, we talk a lot, obviously, about mind science and how important thought is, um, you know, and so the only way that thought can be important is that, you know, if there's a separation in a sense between you and thoughts, because if thoughts were just of their own accord and they just had a life of their own, you'd have no way of controlling them. You'd, you'd have no, you'd just be like a robot. You'd be programmed into certain experiences from birth and, you know, your DNA would, would say, okay, this is what you're going to do. This is what you're capable of. And this is, you know, this is this and this is that. And there's many people who believe that many materialists scientists have that point of view. However, you know, if you just kind of look at life, you can see that, you know, there are people who throw that trend, you know, that idea on its ear because they come out of the worst circumstances possible with the, you know, the, from the worst environments ever. And they create, you know, lives of, of you know, power and, and um, positivity and you, you know what I'm saying? And so yeah. if, if it were just simply that you know here's this you know it was you know they they always make those arguments nature or nurture and you know certainly those things come into play my point to all this is though there's something behind these thoughts there's something behind this programming there's something behind the the dna and the genetics that that is much much greater than any of this human experience we're having and that's that's where the self comes in that's where the witness consciousness is and the more that you can cultivate that experience of watching things you know, inside watching things outside. And this again is a shut up and listen type thing. You know, yeah, you, listen to the watcher. You listen, yeah, right. And see, you know, the watcher is always on. That's yeah. one thing that I think scares a lot of people is it's like your surveillance uh, device. Um, it is always because when, when we do catch ourselves and go, oh my God, what was I thinking? Jeez. Mm -hmm. uh, or something, and you're kind of like, you're totally being the witness and you're uh, looking at your thoughts. It's like, geez, can I think better thoughts? It's like that perspective let's call it that mm -hmm. point of view mm -hmm. um is always on yeah <laughs> it's always witnessing you know we get caught up in the everyday and we, we don't uh, always connect with that but we can connect with it it's like having a drone or something you know that can have a camera and shine down or if you like the power animal you can conjure an eagle or a condor mm -hmm. something that flies very high can have a different perspective of your situation yeah yeah <laughs> because it can see more of the landscape yeah and maybe some pitfalls and you know things like that um so that's that's kind of how i sometimes look uh envision the witness that it's a kind of a higher up kind yeah, of looking absolutely. at more things has more points of connection but we connect with that that's what we listen to call the watch you know person the watch uh entity or something the watcher and say you know wow show me what i'm doing Mm, you know mm, reflect mm. back let me let me you know i want to know what's what's going on with, with my thinker <laughs> and what is it thinking sure and you know why can't i you know maybe i can think of some some better thoughts and you know uh, and not have to you know i like that when you call them out you're talking about these thought bubbles that that float by even the good ones mm -hmm. you know oh look there's compassion oh there's love and kindness oh well there's you know vindiction and spite yeah oh, there's revenge oh there's you know, hurt um you know, I think they get you're not you're you're giving voice to them. You're they're you're kind of shutting them up in a sense um, by labeling and they're okay. They're being acknowledged. I mm -hmm. think that's maybe what the yeah the core of that is, and that's and that is something you do by listening. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and I, I think it's the same kind of thing. Like if you think about, um, you know, like 
as an example, if let's say you're, you know, you're, you're in recovery, you know, if you notice a craving coming up, you know, if you have the wherewithal to, to sort of be that, use that witness consciousness, you know, one part of you is, 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 is attracted to the, the drugs or alcohol or the behavior or whatever it is. And one part of you sees that that's not the real, you know, your real self, that's not healthy for you. And it's, you know, driving you in a terrible direction and so on. You know, and so if in those moments, if you feel like, for example, you can set that idea up of, of, of being the witness of that, that craving feeling or that, you know, that addiction thought or that normal addiction behavior that would occur. Again, it oftentimes our our slips come when those when our buttons are pushed and then we go into that automatic behavior. Well, you know, someone did this to me and someone said that to me. And so then I'm pissed off. I'm going to get my car and peel off and I'm going to go down to Hollywood and I'm going to go you know, see my dealer and then this is going to happen. And then I'm going to be away for three days on a bender. And You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, it, it's an automatic response. We've done that so many times. That's just <laughs> what we do when that happens. Yeah. So when you see it come up and you're like, Oh, that, Oh, that person did that. And normally I would do this, this type of behavior. And this is what would come up instead of just seeing it, you know, instead of acting out on it, you know, do you do something different. You watch it. Or, you know, or interrupt it with a different pattern, like instead of getting in the car and peeling off in the drive, you know, out of the driveway and go into my dealer, I'm going to get in the car, calmly drive down to the gym and start hitting a punching bag and, and watch those thoughts or something like that. You know, you can create that or, you know, something even which seems kind of stupid, but it's like, oh, I have this, you know, this craving for, you know, the cigarette or, or you know, or for some alcohol or something. I'm going to go instead and I'm going to go have a piece of fruit. And, you, and you know, if your conscious mind saying, well, piece of fruit, what the hell is that going to do? But what it does is it interrupts the pattern. You know what I mean? It interrupts that yeah. pattern. It gives you enough time to, to kind of get, get your, get your head together and realize like, that's a chain of events. I can break that chain. I don't have to follow it down. It's not normal course of action that it wants to take. I don't want to do that anymore. And again, that's that witness consciousness seeing that because one part of you, has those cravings when part of you has those addictive feelings and behaviors, you know, there's, there's and again, there's, you know, it's, it's complicated. There's physio physiological stuff and physical stuff going on and psychological stuff. And you know what I'm saying? There's multiple yeah. layers, but you well, know, you may not even know, yeah, you yeah. may not find the origin. I know a lot of no, times not. True. psychotherapy is like, well, and if I can just get what caused this or That's, where the yeah. origin is, that may help sometimes in medicine. That may help sure. sometimes in psychology, but you know, maybe I don't know, need to know where the, you know, the skin rash came from That's as true. long as I can do the right thing to fix it, you know, That's eat more point. citrus or something. Sure. Um, you know, who cares what, I don't need to know all that science, <laughs> you know, just give, give me the science of, of the cure you know, or whatever it is. So, yeah. uh, and, and what I mean is by putting so much emphasis of importance on finding that origin or what's behind it mm -hmm. or what caused this or why is it? that I think these things this way, what is in my, you might be diverting from the actual progress that you could be oh, making. Oh yeah. 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 If you're sure. all cut up in that. That's a great point. You know, just saying I may or may not find out you know, if, yeah. if it's relevant, put it this way, if it's relevant to the cure, uh, you will find out. You will find out. And exactly. it will be known to you. If it's not relevant, you know, why spend much time on it? You know, get going on, on what's, uh, you know, what's better? Okay, so anger. Yeah, anger. I don't know why I'm angry. I don't know why I get angry at these things mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. as opposed to those things. They don't seem to yeah. bother me. 
Yeah. Um, but when anger <laughs> crops up, uh, oh, hello, hello, angry. Um, you know, then you can deal with it. Um, you know, right away and listen, listen to your, listen to your anger, listen to your, ask it, what do you want? Good God. If I think of some other, you know, fist fight, I'm going to get in the parking lot at Home Depot because somebody parked in the handicap spot in some weird fantasy thing. It's like, <laughs> no, yeah. I, don't, I don't need to go through that. Who's generating that? Come yeah. on. What, what do you, what is it you need? Yeah. Okay. You know, you have my attention. It's really weird, but um, but, obviously but I, you're not getting something. Yeah. What yeah. Well, how can I help you? Let's, let's get That's through it. Yeah. And I then they don't have to rear their head. Absolutely. And, you know, and that's, that's, you're, you make a great point when you were saying that about, um, you know, about, you know, you don't need to necessarily know the cause of it. Sometimes you just need to deal with the, the symptom or the problem itself, you know, in that moment, uh, you know, and over time you may find the cause, but you're, you're right about that. And I was reminded of that, that there's that story where, where the Buddha talks about that, you know, he's like, well, if, if a, you know, a man's shot with an arrow, you know, you don't, you don't ask the man, who you know manufactured this arrow and at what at what was the angle that it hit you at and you know what type of feathers were used and what type of wood is the shaft made out of and what is the you know what i mean all these different details about the arrow you take the arrow out and you treat the wound you know and oftentimes it's like it's like that with our with our problems you know we're in the midst of some really terrible thing and really we don't what we need to do, you know, it could be life or death stuff. You know, when we talk about addiction and, and things like that and certain behaviors and, you know, compulsions and so on, they're literally oftentimes life and death stuff that we're dealing with. And we just need to, you know, get to the bottom of like, okay, look, we've got to stop this, this, this destructive behavior. And, you know, over time we might dig out the cause, but right now we just need some tools to, 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 to stop this thing and, and to, to interrupt the pattern, right? So we don't go through that same destructive habit over and over and again. So that's a, that's a great point, Chris. Thank you for bringing that up. So um, I think that's probably going to do it for us. We're going to try and try and wrap this one up a little bit early tonight. Do you have um, any parting words that you want to add? Anything else that we didn't cover that I forgot? I think we had everything we wanted to talk about. Well, I'll just go back to the beginning, you know, shut up and listen. And hopefully we've talked about some practical ways in which you can use this capacity to understand somebody, listen to someone's point of view, hear part of yourself that's maybe not getting the recognition or the healing or the acknowledgement it needs, uh, and listen to the, the dictates of the, the great beyond, you know, this unity of consciousness that we're all part of yeah in this universe it is a universe even if there's a million of them well then all those together is like the big universe it's still one <laughs> yeah exactly and and by nature can't be separated and i know we spend a lot of time separating ourselves from things like that but the one of the great <laughs> tools we use to do this separating is by talking they're talking with our mouths they're talking in our minds the words, the thoughts that become habits. Um, we need to speak, we need to communicate, and we need to choose our words and should have absolute freedom of expression. Uh, and at the same time, we need to listen. It's like the yin and the yang. It's to make it complete, uh, to have this listening. And that means just chilling on what you're doing. Uh, yeah. The mind stream, the thought stream, 
the habits, this urge to be heard. There's a prayer uh, from St. Francis of Assisi that I guess I won't go through the whole thing. Sorry, Lord, make me a channel of thy peace. But he said, Lord, grant that I may seek to comfort than to be comforted, to understand than to be understood, to love than to be loved. For it is by self-forgetting that one finds. It is by forgiving that one is forgiven. And it is by dying that one awakens to eternal life. So that's this shutting up my words now. Um, is it, you know, yes, we do want to be understood. Yes, we do want to be loved. Yes, we want all that. And we should and could have that. Um, but maybe our focus, we can shift it a little bit and say, yes, as I want those things, I'm going to be loving. I'm going to be uh, understanding. Uh, I'm going to forgive you know, and have this, you know, cultivate this sense of, you know, what is better, you know, than what's going on. Yeah. That if something can arise that we're certainly missing, you can, you can miss something by seeking too hard, mm -hmm. by looking too hard, by studying too hard, you know? Yeah. There's yeah. always, always a time for, and then you're in the fully, you're activated because you're in consciousness with this issue, but then you're in receptive mode when you stop your doing, and maybe it's even a seed that you planted, and that can be cultivated. Maybe it's something you spoke that if you listen, it'll echo back to you, your own wisdom. So never forget your own wisdom. Beautiful, beautiful. It knows more than you. There you go, <laughs> right? Exactly. Tap into that higher, that higher part of yourself. Uh, thank you. That was a beautiful wrap-up on that. I appreciate that. All right, so you have been listening to The Cosmic Eye Show. We appreciate you guys listening each week. Thank you. Uh, we're here each Sunday with a new show, and, of course, on Friday as well with Emmett Fox Friday. Uh, so check those shows out. You can go back and listen to the archive. I think we've got like 125, 126 of these things up now, so there's plenty of great subjects. You know, go through and right. go back and look at some of those uh, that interest you. Uh, so again, thank you for joining us. I hope everything is, everyone's doing well out there. We're praying for you and sending out positive energy. I know these uh, times can be challenging, but you know, witness, witness the thoughts, watch the thoughts, you know, break the patterns, listen, you know, as we said, shut up and listen at times uh, when you need to, and really kind of um, start to watch. And I, I like what you said. I like that St. Francis of Assisi stuff. That's beautiful stuff. So, you know, if you seek to understand First, then you will be understood by others. You know, it seems like I said, like a paradox, but it's the truth. It's, a, it's an esoteric truth. So um, you can find us at CosmicEye.org. Uh, my book is If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate. Chris's book is The Spirit and Sky. Both of those are on Amazon. And of course, anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye is where you can find uh, a place where you can uh, make a donation. And also, if you have any topics, anything you want to hear on the show, uh, you can leave a message on there through through Anchor, uh, through the through the app or through the website, um, and you can you can leave a voice message for us or send uh, an email to info at org. and you know we'd love to hear your your feedback. So please share that with us. Thanks again. Have a great week. We'll uh, we'll see you again soon. Goodbye and God bless. <laughs>